everyone. So this is June Chambliss coming to you and we're talking about changing the way we talked about leadership in disruptive times. So I hope everyone is doing okay out there. So here we go for this week's podcast. Last week, our podcast topic centered around the issue of destructive leadership. The overall point of that podcast was the concern with our ease with being in the presence of destructive leadership and our tendency to remain loyal, present, silent, and active, even though we are not in agreement with that destructive behavior. That was the overall point of that podcast. Well, I've been challenged to continue that discussion into this week's podcast. And so I'm grateful the podcast hit a chord with some and there's an interest for greater discussion on this. So I'm going to continue on and go just a little deeper with that discussion. And so for those of you who have not had a chance to listen to last week's podcast, I'm just going to bring you up to date slightly here. Okay. So we talked about destructive leadership as it relates to the condition of our world. We said that there is an overabundance of talk about how our world has changed or how chaotic things have become or how we are experiencing differences in our normal. And I posited that this focus on how things are changing is misguided because the concern should be less on the how part and more on the why part? Why have we deteriorated to such the degree that we have? And again, I posit it's largely due to destructive leadership that we encounter. It's the why part that should be in our leadership conversations for today's time. You know, destructive leadership is complicated. It's just complex because the idea of destructive leadership is reflected and perceived differently in different contexts and cultures. However, what is mostly universal is that destructive leadership is real, it's not good, and it wrecks havoc on those in the wake of such behavior. And so because it is complicated, there have been many definitions attributed to what is destructive leadership. Nonetheless, where we may lack in giving a solid definition, what does come to mind are words that are distinctive to this type leadership behavior. Words like aggression, bullying, petty, abusive, lazy, counterproductive behavior. I know you can think of some yourself. Words like pseudo-transformational leadership and on and on. There are words that are distinctive to this type of leadership. One article I read spoke of this behavior as having different types and constructs of destructive leadership. This article divided this leadership behavior into active and passive forms. 
saying active characteristics, for example, would be arrogance, unfairness, threatening or punishing conduct. Passive behaviors, for example, would be demonstrated by leaders who do not show, or I want to say deliberately, will not show an active interest in their followers. They will not confront others or they just plan poorly. Those are also forms of destructive leadership. And destruction, destructive leadership is very egocentric. Those leaders are like, I like who I like and dislike who I dislike, and they are not real concerned about who knows that. Usually those they like uh, actually meet their need of feeding their egos. And what makes matters worse is this kind of behavior shows up in between times of good leadership. You know, you're a bully today, but then you show up when a crisis has come my way, you know? And I, I want to repeat what someone, I heard from someone who was doing a dissertation, doing a dissertation on destructive leadership. So I don't exactly know how to give this person credit, but just know what I'm getting ready to say did not come from me. But talking about how leadership uh, destructive leadership shows up in between times of good leadership. This person put it this way. He said, destructive leadership is a complex process of influence between flawed, toxic, or ineffective leaders, susceptible followers, and conducive environments, which unfolds over time. It's just bad. And it's this in-between behavior that leaves us, leaves us conflicted on how we feel and act towards a destructive leader. We can see the leader is creative and effective in other ways. And so we put up with that destructive part of the leadership. And because destructive leadership is not always ineffective leadership, it makes us conflicted. And in layman's terms, it makes us crazy. It's kind of like a love-hate thing. You know, I hate the behavior, but I really love you for other reasons. And so we're in, we're in a, a difficult place. It just makes us crazy. And then I want to point out, in all fairness, now listen, just because a leader may have a slip up in a crisis situation or may have an unusually bad day. This does not warrant the title of destructive leader. I wanna make it clear, this title is given to those who have made this their way of operating. It's a continuous pattern of toxic behavior over and over again and from one scenario to another scenario that follows that person's leadership is actually a leadership style. Nonetheless, destructive leadership is age old and has led us to where we are today. Our world is changing true and some parts of the change are beyond our control 
but many other parts of the change is solely caused by toxic and destructive leadership. Destructive leadership, it destroys potential, undermines goals and objectives of an organization or of a person's life. Destructive leadership drags people in the wrong direction and destructive leadership rarely, these leaders rarely see the full effect of the devastation they leave behind. As it was pointed out in last week's podcast, we can no longer sit on the sidelines and watch destructive behavior from our leaders. I quoted last week from Jean Lipman Blumen, she says this, that toxic leaders cannot exist without the compliance of their followers. We very often permit toxic leaders to dominate and poison parts or the whole of an organization. That's the end of her quote. So again, I've made the bold statement that I believe we are on the brink of disaster in almost every part of our society because of destructive leadership. So I challenge you, I wanna call all of us to a place of action, particularly if you would indulge me. I really want to, want to point out leaders in the faith-based fields, leaders from our churches, I am going to ask you and make a statement. We must stand against destructive behavior. Can you imagine having someone feed me spiritually and then turn around and hurt me internally? And this becomes a back and forth mental quandary for a person. I mean, what kind of impact must that have on a person's situation or emotional state? And I'm not picking on that sector, but I want to call out and ask of that sector. So people, this is a call to action and I wanna give us some ways that we can be proactive in the fight against toxic leadership because this leadership is costing every one of us in one way or the other. So listen to this, here we go. I have four ideas for us all. If you are a leader who recognizes this behavior in yourself, please stop fixing yourself. The optimum observation here is that this behavior is continual. It's continual. And the more, I mean, I just, I've just seen this in practice. Leaders who are toxic continue to try to work on themselves and they will not come to a place where they get true help because I think their ego won't let them. But you're called to a place right now. Stop fixing yourself. We have, you know, we can, you can always contact me with ideas and I have places to send you, but that is a call to action. If you recognize yourself, stop trying to fix yourself because it's not working. Leaders, number two, those of you who are not toxic in your behavior, 
make this discussion part of your training as you engage with those that you oversee. It's critical, it's important. There's something we have to do about it. Um, number three, leaders get with other people in your organization on how to help your leader to become less toxic. This is not to get with other people to tear down the leader or to talk about the leader. That is not what we need either. It is to come together within your leader, in your organization, if you have a toxic leader, to help that leader to become less toxic. Start that conversation, pull that together. And then number four, challenge yourself to be observant. We owe one another protection. Challenge yourself to do your own research on the negative impact that toxic leadership has on the life of people. There's lots of studies out there. There's lots of work done on this topic. And I encourage you to do that research for yourself and then be the person that does something about it. Whatever course of action you take, you cannot just do it for a week. You cannot just do it for a day. It must be the way. I want to re repeat that moving forward. Whatever course of action we all take, it cannot be just for a week. We've heard something, get excited, say I'm gonna do something. It can't be for a short time. It can't just be for a day, it has to become the way. And I'm not asking anyone to take on a lion's share of anything, but from right where you are, move toward being part of either self-correcting or doing something about toxic leadership within your sphere. So I hope that gives us all some food for thought, right? Toxic leadership is dragging us all in the wrong direction. And I hope we can really consider this topic. And as we move forward in our society, observe, look, and understand that we have a part in trying to be part of the solution. Thank you for listening. That's our time for next this week. Until next week, I want to encourage you to like, share, and follow. I'd appreciate it. Until then, happy leading. <music>